Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Dread at Large. I'm your half-paying-attention host, Richard. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right, so there we go. I need that copy link address. Go over here. Yeah, for some reason, the links did not carry through when I pasted my on-air newsread document. So there, now you have the 68-page waiver application that the state will file with the federal government to say, oh, please, please, may we have a work requirement for people on expanded Medicaid? As we've figured out that uh, what Andy Sanborn said when he was fighting this law, Senator from Bedford, now congressional candidate. Yeah, we figured out that uh, not, you know, by we figured out that providing people with health insurance benefits who don't work is a disincentive to them working if you have income guidelines on what uh, uh, will qualify you for the benefit. And and what was it he said at the time? Oh, yes. Working full-time at minimum wage would cause you to earn enough money that you would not be eligible for the expanded Medicaid benefit. Oh, yeah. Somebody thought that was a good idea. Somebody was wrong. Um, <laughs> anyway, I want to turn my attention to the uh, 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 Manchester elections. They are two weeks from tomorrow, believe it or not. Two weeks from tomorrow and later in the morning, we will have Ward 3 Alderman Patrick Long and his challenger Tim Baines in-house for the first of what we expect will be several uh, several debates. Tomorrow, we have incumbent Ward 9 Alderman Barbara Shaw and her challenger, former Manchester and current Hooksit Fire Chief, Jim Burkish. Then on Wednesday, although we're having a bit of an issue with the timing, we will be broadcasting the debate between Mayor Ted Gatsis and former Alderman Joyce Craig live. Uh, we have a couple other candidates that have approached us about uh, hosting debates. One of them is Bob O'Sullivan in Ward 2, so we need to touch base with Will Stewart to see if Will would like to debate Bob O'Sullivan. As a Ward 2 resident, I can tell you, watching these guys mail come uh, <laughs> uh, has has been interesting. It would be safe to say that the thirty sixty ninety plan got uh, Stewart's attention because he sent out a mailer attacking it uh, over the weekend. So uh, hopefully he'll be agreeable to a debate as uh, Sullivan is. Now, um, I, I had the opportunity to come across some mail pieces, and it's fascinating. You can tell that the mayor is successfully turned this into a refer this election and a referendum on taxes because uh joyce craig is striking back one mail piece which by the way has the new hampshire democratic party as its sponsor so this is not joyce craig i have to correct myself it is the new hampshire democratic party under ted gatsis property tax rates have gone up by nearly 30 percent but what do we have to show for it under Ted Gatz's Manchester families are paying more and getting less. By the way, this segment brought to you by Mayor Ted Gatz's, who says Manchester's undergoing a renaissance, and he has crafted a blueprint to harness that energy. Number one on his list on spending and taxes. Manchester has a tax cap, and you're, uh, as your mayor, I support the tax cap. The tax cap is a check on out-of-control aldermanic spending 
and the voice of the taxpayers at City Hall. I will never hesitate to use my mayoral veto to protect the taxpayers and ensure City Hall is abiding by the tax cap. I will veto any budget that breaks the tax cap and will vigorously uh, fight to keep your tax rate from skyrocketing. Learn more about the mayor's 12-point plan at tedgatzis.com slash plan. Now, back to the Democrats. Gatzis' mismanagement has cost us millions of dollars. Mayor Ted Gatzis lost more than $15 million in revenue for our city when towns left our local school district. I would really like to know how they come up with those numbers. I think what they're doing is they're totaling sort of the annual declines in revenue as the number of tuition students have gotten less and less. But it makes it look like we'd have $15 million more money, $15 million more dollars today to spend than we otherwise would, and that's just not true. And even though students don't have math books and roads still have potholes, he spent $1.3 million of our hard-earned tax dollars to renovate his personal office at City Hall. <laughs> we pay more in taxes because of Gatz's wasteful spending and mismanagement of revenue. <laughs> so is it Joyce's, Joyce Craig's proposal now? Talk about misleading. I mean, this is funny. It really is. We don't have math books. Um, I guess she missed the uh, the expose I did. I know she didn't miss it because I know her campaign monitors the show. But gee, if the Manchester School District, oh, Manchester School District administration, uh, Deborah Livingston, uh, David Ryan, and I believe Christine Martin at the time, if they decide that they're going to do away with the math books because we adopted a new curriculum and give the books away, is 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 that some? How does that compute to uh, kids not having math books and it's Ted Gatz's fault? And the, uh, the the renovations to City Hall, yes, they they actually did include the mayor's office. I don't know how much of the $1.3 million went for carpeting um, and furniture, but uh, the lion's share of that went to renovate the third floor um, and other uh, other places in City Hall that uh, haven't been touched since it was renovated 20 years ago and were, how shall we say, in de- well, perhaps Joyce Craig would just assume have the roof continue to leak. I, I, you know, would she rather the roof continue to leak? Just saying. Under Gatsis, taxes have gone up and services have gone down. During Ted Gatsis's time as mayor, property taxes rose by nearly 30%, but critical city services have suffered. From our roads in disrepair to fewer teachers in our classrooms to threatening our safety with the closure of a fire station, his fiscal mismanagement is hurting Manchester families. We can't afford more of Ted Gatsis's mismanagement. Okay, so... I guess the Democrats missed the part of the taxes going up when Joyce Craig engineered the first ever override of the tax cap. <laughs> this is just too funny. I can't I can't stand it. So the Democrats have overridden the the mayor's veto on teacher contracts on police officer contracts. They held the one on the fireman's contract. They've overrode his veto on contracts. They've overrode his veto on budgets. But taxes have gone up while he's been mayor. <laughs> Uh, memo to Ray Buckley, who <laughs> should know better. <laughs> All of the people voting to override the tax cap are Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I guess what really Ray Buckley is telling the voters of Manchester to do is reelect Ted Gatsis and reelect the challengers to those uh, to those Democrats who keep voting to override the tax cap. I mean, this is brilliant. I love this. This is too funny. I can't stand it. Um. So the road to, now, if I'm not mistaken, Joyce Craig did, in fact, as a, an alderman in the city of Manchester and a candidate for mayor, vote for Ted Gatzis's plan, which um, has put, I think, something like twenty one million dollars uh, came up with a plan, twenty one million dollars in five years to start overhauling the city's roads. Hmm. And uh, I noticed they left out that the city of Manchester now has something like 20 more police officers on the street today than it did um, just even three or four years ago. Huh. They left that out. Oh, and the whole fire station thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you got to let your department heads manage, right? If Chief Goonan doesn't think that he can pay severance and keep a fire station open. But you know what? Uh, Yeah, the Board of Aldermen came through and they gave them $138,000 to make sure that the station on, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Engine 9 on Califf Road didn't close. One has to wonder whether or not that was a shot at Barbara Shaw. Yeah, I mean, after all, the former fire chief is her political opponent. But, um, Wow. I, I, I just I just look at this and I and I and I marvel. I really do. Fewer teachers in the classroom. True or false? Ted Gatz has vetoed the teachers contract, saying that the, the passage of that contract would lead to layoffs of teachers. Seems to me that was in 2015. Seems to me Joyce Craig was an alderman. Seems to me Joyce Craig voted to override that veto. And uh, seems to me that what Ted Gatz has said, what would happen if that uh, contract went through happened. This is Ted Gatz's fault. So, I, I don't know. We have more cops on the street. We have about the same number of teachers. I mean, a dozen on 1,100 isn't exactly a, a whopping, uh, you know, layoff number. Uh, we've got so much road work being done that people are, what is it? The mayor was here. We had, a, we had someone send in a note. When in all of the name, when in the name of all that is holy will Hanover Street be done? I mean, significant improvements are being made. This is just, I mean, this is just funny stuff. I mean, it really is. Now, how many Democrats are going to get this flyer? And of course, on the, on the front, on the front of the, of the mail piece, right? What do we have? We have two kind of annoyed looking. Josh, would you say these are annoyed looking old people? I mean, they both look like they sucked on a sour lemon. They probably both got kicked out of their homes. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they just kind of look like eh. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, oh god i i i can't uh but they, they also uh joyce craig's campaign sent out oh there's another one we'll talk about that after after kimberly morgan comes on but joyce craig sent out a uh a uh a, a nice positive puff piece paid for by her right that's nice Business leader, public service. This is the first time she's actually admitted to being an alderman and a school board member in any printed material that I've seen. Admittedly, I don't get it all, but, you know, actually, we don't really get anything from Joyce, but that's all right. Joyce worked her way up from answer. She calls herself a business leader. Oh, okay. So when you were young and you were, you know, newly married and you lived in Boston, you, you worked your way up, 
in an ad agency and you were responsible for managing multi-million dollar accounts. That is no small accomplishment, but what what business leader has she been in Manchester? Was she a business leader there or was she someone who just did well in a corporate environment? Good for her for doing well. But does that make you a, quote, business leader? Does being appointed to the board of directors of some unnamed startup in some unnamed location at some unnamed uh, uh, point in time, does that make you a business leader? If you want to put business credentials, you know, the guy who built the largest private employer in the state of New Hampshire, Staffing Network, one of the largest private uh, uh, employee leasing companies in the country at the time it was sold to, uh, I forget, it was ADP. I, you know, that 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 might be, I just, I mean, if you're going to pad your resume, well, maybe that's why it's as vague as it is. Anyway, I... I <laughs> Between the resume padding and the and the and the attacks that really argue for the election of new aldermen, not the election of a new mayor, I just I, I just found the whole thing to be kind of comical and well, I thought I'd share. This is Gerard at large.